Ain't that crazy? I have two at 91. We're in the 60s, high 60s right now. It's 98.5 The Bull. Hey, Daniel. I defied human nature yesterday, Ty. It doesn't often happen that we're, we're able to just resist human nature. Like you must breathe, your heart beats. I went out last night. I looked at that moon, that big giant moon. Did you go out there and see it? No, I did not. What? It was like the big super moon, all in the headlines. Mm-mm. Big deal, big deal. Mm-hmm. So bright, you couldn't even look at it. And when I was out there, I looked up at the moon, and my hand started trembling, and it wanted to reach down to my iPhone and try to take a picture of it. <laughs> and I was like, you know what, dude? At least with an iPhone, you're not going to get a good picture of the moon. Yeah, I was going to say, when you're in person, it looks beautiful. Beautiful. But that iPhone doesn't do it justice. When you take a picture, it's just like a little dot in the sky. It looks ridiculous. Yeah. So I got on the uh, Bulls Facebook page this morning. I said, post that awful picture on your phone you attempted to take of the moon last night. Uh, here is a, a tremendous shock to me. Yeah, I think all iPhone moons are terrible. Android moons? Pretty good. Really? Really good. Like, that- I don't know if the camera's that much better. Lady named Teresa put her uh, picture up. You can see the craters. You can see the... Uh, You're kidding. All that. I mean, it is. A- it looks like the people are looking through a telescope. With the Android. Yes, with Android. iPhone's got the reputation for me and, you know, the number one and all that. But meanwhile, it's Android that's got... Maybe that's their play. These like, we iPhone can't beat pictures iPhone, look but like we can old, beat their camera. These iPhone pictures look like those old-timey ones where, you know, where they had the gunpowder and all that. Oh, where it had a big flash. Yeah. I can't believe as big of a nerd as you are that you didn't go out there and look at that, that moon. The super full moon. I actually didn't know. You forgot, didn't you? I was out of town. You only care about yourself. I was out of town. <laughs> Got in late last night, went to bed. Go look at these pictures. You're not going to believe it. At uh, the Bull Facebook? Yeah. Hi. It's Lainey Wilson. This is 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull, Tag and Daniel. Uh, Daniel, you've had girlfriends in your life. Have you ever carried their purse around for them? Um, I mean, I've not been opposed to it, but I, I wouldn't say on a regular basis I carry a lady's purse around. No. Well, um, I was in the Dallas airport yesterday coming back here to Tulsa after a trip, and uh, we had seven hours, seven hours. And so that's, you're like, oh, I got some time to kill. What are we going to do? So a lot of it was just kind of walking around and seeing things. But uh, my wife's purse got away 150 pounds. So it started to hurt her shoulder, and she's like, "Could you could you start carrying my purse around?" And I, I put this purse around my shoulder, and I start walking around the airport. And eventually, she wants to sit down, and my son wants to sit down, but I I want to keep walking. However, I forgot that I had a a purse. It makes sense if you're walking with your family, and they see your wife and stuff. And I've got and people go, "Oh, that that husband is carrying that purse." However. Um, I forgot that I was carrying it around my shoulder, and then I walked around the uh, Dallas airport for, I don't know, a good 20 to 30 minutes carrying a purse. What do you make of that? Well, Texas is known for its tolerance. I don't imagine anybody <laughs> gave you a second look. I've never accidentally forgotten and carried around the purse. You know, the purse thing, uh, this thing weighs a lot, but do you know that ladies hate cargo shorts? They hate cargo shorts. They don't think they look good. I think they look great. I've never seen a woman wearing cargo shorts. I'm talking about for the dude. They don't want their husband or their boyfriend wearing cargo shorts. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, if we go to a concert, suddenly they love the cargo shorts. Can you hold my license? Can you hold my lip gloss? So they don't have to carry Because if you go to the BLK, you know, it's hard to get a bag in there. You know, they got all these rules and things. So it's a little bit uh, hypocritical, don't you think, that... Um, they don't like us wearing cargo shorts. However, when it benefits them, suddenly they don't have a problem with them. And this purse weighs 100 pounds. And I thought, you know, we could probably get this thing down to about six ounces. And then I could carry some of her stuff, right? I think ladies probably don't like cargo shorts because, like you said, A, they look bad. And B, women can't even get two pockets in their pants. And then they make pants or shorts for dudes that's got, like, nothing but pockets. <laughs> right. Why don't they build pockets for ladies? I still don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. And then the, the, they have the audacity to make fake pockets on there. I've seen that. Like if you're it gonna, looks like there's a pocket. If you're going to, like, start to make the pocket, just make the pocket. Yeah. You're already 40% there. And I've seen it. This blows my mind. I've seen where ladies' pants will have a pocket. However, it's, like, one inch deep. That's just cruel and unusual. It's weird. And then for dudes, they uh, jeans. They make us. They give us pockets, and they had the audacity to give us an even smaller pocket inside of the original pocket. And I guess that's for your pocket watch. 
Yeah, what, what is the that heck little is pocket that tiny, on your jeans? Yeah, what do you put in there? A coin? I put coins in there. If I have to take medicine later, I'll put a little pill in there or something like that. You put pills in there. Okay. <laughs> I do. I, yeah. Sorry, kids. I put all my pills uh, <laughs> in that little... What is that little pocket? I'm telling you, it's for the pocket watch, I think. Um, but there's no... Nobody has a pocket watch. Hey, tell that to the jeans people. Hey, hey, jeans people. Take that little bitty tiny pocket inside of the men's pocket and give those to the ladies. Right. Let's share our pocket space with the ladies. Back when I uh, would be dating somebody before we went to a concert, uh, I would have to be like the pack mule, like that mule that followed Juan Valdez around. Mm-hmm. Had to put the keys and everybody's IDs and all that in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. The plight of a man. Can't wear know, cargo shorts, but they, they, they love them when <laughs> it benefits them, right? Ladies complain they don't have pockets, but look, ladies, we got too many pockets. You know what you can put in those pockets, Daniel? $1,500 over Kelly Blue Book? Yes, sir. $1,500 could be yours. I mean, that's a trip to the beach right there. Jackie Cooper Nissan is now offering $1,500 above Kelly Blue Book value for your trade-in. Or if you want to forget Facebook Marketplace or meeting somebody in a parking lot and cash and going to the bank, just go to Jackie Cooper Nissan. And they'll buy your car from you and give you $1,500 more than it's even worth. And they got the construction sale right now, Daniel. They're fixing the place up, but that's good for us because uh, they're making deals, man. 0% interest on the Rogues right now. One of uh, Nissan's best-selling vehicles. You know, I got a rental car this week because um, I was visiting family. They gave me a Nissan. SUV is sweet. This thing I put on the cruise control... And I know you're not probably supposed to do this, but I would take my hands off that wheel and it would still keep it on the road for me. Oh, good deal. All right. And then it would scream at you if you didn't put your hands back on the wheel within a certain amount of time. But Jackie Cooper Nissan's got your next car. JackieCooperNissan.com. That's JackieCooperNissan.com. We're talking about the plight of you ladies this morning about how they don't give you pockets. And if they do, they tease you. Like, it looks like a pocket, but then there's no pocket on your pants. And then sometimes they even really tease you. They put a pocket there, but it's only like you can get one knuckle down in it. Like, it's not deep at all. It's a fake pocket. It's, it's a fake. A, why don't they give ladies pockets? I don't get it. Imposter pocket. Imposter pocket. And it was even more disgusting that women don't get pockets. And what do we get? What we do get men get? More than we need. Uh, men's pants have two pockets on the back, two pockets on the front. And inside one of the pockets on the front, on your right-hand side... Ladies might not know this. In men's jeans, you get the regular full-size pocket, and then in the pocket, there's a pocket in the pocket. We have pockets for pockets. A little pocket. Ain't that crazy. I'm sorry, ladies. That's messed up. Hey, who's this? Eddie. What up? Uh, you were oh, talking about the pocket, that little pocket. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's that for? That's where you put your uh, the rest of your money after paying taxes. Oh, because you got nothing left. Hey, yeah. Eddie, I really think it is supposed to be back in the day for the pocket watch, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, not pills. How could it be a pocket watch? Yeah, why would you get on here and say you put pills in there, Tom? No, if I have to take medicine later in the day or I want to take a Claritin, I'll put like it right there. But have you ever seen a pocket watch? It's not going to fit in that little pocket. Oh, that's exactly what it's for. Hold on. No, it probably Tig- reduced the size of the pocket over the, over time. Tig's now going to look up that uh, look it up on Google. I'm telling you, man, that's they, they made Levi Strauss's whatever they came out with right. so long ago. What does it say? Here we go. Get, get down on this, your hands and knees and apologize to me like, like a Google dog. This is Google.internet. What does it say? The tiny pocket on the jeans are for pocket watches. Thank you. Now, apologize. How in the world would a pocket watch fit in that little thing? You apologize too, Eddie. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, uh, apology accepted, Ty. They, now you. They could probably save on fabric. I don't know a dude with a pocket yeah, watch. Yeah, knock it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it. Hey, Daniel, it's 985 What you got? I'm a little upset that you didn't go out and look at the uh, big giant moon last night, and I wanted you to go outside in your yard and look at the moon and then think about me out in my yard looking at the moon, like in that movie uh, American Tale. Hot new movie American Tale. Remember you're, that? You're Five missing old? somebody, and uh, but you're both looking at the moon at the same time, no matter where yeah. you are. Boy, that American Tale movie back in the day broke my heart. It's about a mouse, I guess, that lived in Russia. Fivel. Fivel, and somehow ended up on a ship over here, and he got here without his family. And he's looking up at the moon. And he's oh, like, so sad, man. Out there. Yeah, and then also his family in Russia is looking at the moon. And then I started to wonder, um, is the can you see the moon in Russia can, when we see it over here? Mm-mm. Yeah. So that movie was a crock of. Garbage. I mean, maybe if it's positioned just right, but, you know, it's no, basically on the so. other side of the I'm globe. starting to think that was not a true story at all. That mouse story? Yes, yeah. it was a documentary. You're right about these movies, by the way. When we grew up, every movie they put out was kind of sad. 
you know, now you watch movies sad. and it's got like a happy ending and they're dancing at the end. Mm-mm. You know, Five O was sad and then um, E.T. was sad. Every movie they made back in the day tried to kill us emotionally. Why'd they do that? I don't know. You tell me. Is that why I messed up? Probably so. Instead of it just being a funny movie with just wacky antics. You know, poor E.T.'s laying in a river and things. I mean, it was awful. You know, every kid goes through a dinosaur phase. You know, do you remember this? Like, every kid yeah, out there right do. now, they go through a dinosaur phase. We also, as children, went through a dinosaur phase. Well, guess what they showed us? A little movie called A Land Before Time. What happens in that? Something terrible. <laughs> then as we get older, we're still reeling from that. Then, you know, they want to come out with Jurassic Park. Yeah, why were all the kids' movies so sad? They tried to kill us back then. Why? I don't even know. Now, like, uh, I was watching a movie with my son the other day. It's just fun. You know, just everybody's having a good time, and they do the disco dance at the end, and everybody's happy. Meanwhile, we got to see that movie My Girl where the kid got stung by a bee and gets killed. <laughs> yeah, just after we'd seen Macaulay Culkin in the funniest movie we ever saw, then they're like, all right, children, no, you thought that was funny. Well, now we're going to show you a movie where he gets eaten by bees. <laughs> Oh, my God, I'm mortified. I'm horrified, Daniel. It's 98.5 The Bull. I can't get it out of my head. Um, my house stinks. It stinks. And I had gone on a trip, and I asked uh, some friends of mine, my neighbors, I said, hey, could you feed our cat while I'm out of town? This has gone on for five or six days. And, um, and they come over, and they feed the cat, and I can see them on the security camera. I'm like, good, the cat's getting fed. Fantastic. Didn't think much of it. But uh, yesterday, you came over to my house, and you went inside, and you said... You guys were on the plane on the way back, so and I baby dogs at your dog, so I walked the dog over there, and uh, your wife had gave me the code to get in. I punched that code in, opened that door, step inside, hit me like a ton of bricks. So much so that I was about to text you, but then I thought, well, that would be cruel to be like, hey, man. Something's wrong you with your house. got some major issues in there. Uh, we walked in the house, and I couldn't believe what I was smelling. This is, this is five or six days with nobody really in it other than people coming and feeding the cat. And I go, what is that? I thought, did the cat pee on the couch? And then uh, my wife had said, no, it smells like a dead animal in here. And I go, what in God's name is the smell? And I was so mortified because I've had uh, my neighbors coming over. And I know they must have been, they never said a word about it. In fact, I even texted my neighbor to say, hey, how's the kitty cat? He's like, she's good, but he never said one word that it smells like there's a cadaver in your house, by the way. Yeah, why didn't the the guy feeding your cat say anything? Maybe he was being polite and didn't want to offend. A friend will let you know, man. That's where your sniffer zap could have come in handy, I guess. Daniel's got this idea, like an Uber, you order a guy to come sniff your house. Because you know how you go nose blind to your house? You come home every day and you don't really notice the smell anymore, but a sniffer would come over unbiased and smell your house and let you know if it stinks. I, I really could have used, I needed a vacation sniffer to keep up with the house while I was out of town. I went in there and I put your dog in there and I smelled that and I was like, this is, uh, gosh, this is awful. And I started looking around trying to identify what it was. I was going to empty the litter box or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And then if it, I started to go nose blind to it that quickly. So I was like, this poor guy, if they're over here laying so in this. So you think that I just stink all the time. Well, I didn't know. I, I don't go over to your house a lot. And you know how you go nose blind to something? Mm-hmm. I'm really shocked that your neighbor didn't alert you to this. No, they must have uh, oh, wanted e- to oh, just be cordial or well, something. Well, either A, they're not coming over there feeding that cat, or <laughs> yeah, B. Yeah, like the cat has not eaten in five days. But uh, I figured out what it was, finally. And I was going under the beds and smelling closets. When you can't find a smell, it'll drive you insane. But I finally figured out what it was, and it was pretty simple. Um, we had had chicken the night before we left town threw that in the garbage, and we turned up the thermostat pretty high, you know, not not too high, but it's definitely warmer in there. And I think that warmth and the mixture of chicken bone. Didn't y'all also empty the litter box before you left and forgot to take that out too? You didn't. You got to take your garbage out before you leave on I a trip. I was bad. I forgot to take all that stuff Come out. on, man. So, so it sits in a, a little bit warmer house for five straight days. But it is a relief that I at least I know what it is. Well, now and you I need don't a, stink. I usually smell. Now you need a sniffer to come in there and make sure that that hasn't permeated the uh, home. <laughs> I need that sniffer app. That's right. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. I got to hand it to them, Daniel. Those folks that, uh, you ever have somebody knock on your door and they talk to you about your roof? 
No. Oh, okay. Well, because after that Father's Day storm, I guess uh, some folks, they drive around and they look, and some of my shingles did get a little displaced or whatever. I went up there and fixed it. But I guess these guys have an eagle eye for that stuff. And, boy, every time I come home, I'd say every two days, I've got a business card jammed in my door or a little flyer on the doorknob from, like, companies that fix roofs and stuff. Well, that's starting to hurt my feelings. Nobody comes by my house. But your roof is in good shape, I guess. Well, yeah, but, the, you know, I still don't have anybody at all that comes by there. I was I had to get my air conditioner fixed or something a few weeks ago, and I'd stayed at a hotel, and I came back to my place in the, like, you know, Saturday morning or something like that. Jehovah's Witnesses were out. And I thought, uh-oh, I'm going to have to, you know, have a quick conversation with them. They didn't even stop by. Skipped your house. <laughs> they skipped it, your house. Is my house scary looking? Like, why uh, Why do they not stop at my house? I don't know if you uh, remember the show. Your house reminds me of this house. And if you remember that show, uh, Mama's Family. My house reminds you of Mama's Family's yeah, house? You know that show? Yeah, but I don't see how in the world it looks like Mama's Family's house at all. It's not a scary-looking house. It's like a, It looks like a, just a house right off Cherry Street like all those other ones. It's like a 100-year-old bungalow. It, it does look haunted, but also, like, Mama lives there, too. So maybe that's why. Well, so you actually want solicitors at your house? I'm your desperately trying to get the, the Mama's Family theme up in time for that. How on earth would you does say that, that theme my theme play when you come home? How does my house look like Mama's family's house? You know how something looks exactly like uh, a house? That's your house. Well, you're not being very descriptive. I guess I got to look up a house from Mama's family. You like um, you like people knocking on your door asking well, you to no, buy things? no, but I also, I don't like want people to turn their nose up and walk past it. You remember that movie Home Alone? That mm -hmm. old man that walked around pulling the snow shovel? That's you. Is that me? That's you. I don't want to be like that. The kids... They see you out, they get nervous. Yeah, I don't have to like walk up to them in church and be like, you don't have to be scared of me, you know. <laughs> okay. It's Josh Turner with Tig and that scary old man from Home Alone. <laughs> I'm 98.5 The Bull. I'm 98.5 The Bull uh, at about 70 right now. Hot's 91. What do we got coming up for our bullfighting? Jago and tickets. Jago and tickets. Hello, Daniel. Over at your house, you guys do that meal prepping? Huh? Meal prep. Do you do meal prep at your house? You don't know what meal prep is? Uh, we must not because I'm not real. I guess that's where you uh, get stuff ready to cook later or something. Yeah, that's where you'll maybe uh, prepare a bunch of food and have, you know, prepare it for the next two or three days. It's called meal prep. Uh, a lot of people on TikTok do it. A lot of uh, social media influencers. This is not something you guys do. Mm -mm. Your meal prep is just walk over to Quick Trip, isn't it? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah, my prep is walking. A uh, woman's video is gaining popularity over her meal prepping by ordering massive amounts of Chipotle and scooping it into individual Tupperware. Um, I don't really feel like that's meal prep. That's just buying food and eating leftovers. That's that's called scraps. Mm -hmm. uh, here is a parenting influencer Samantha, uh, Samantha Matthews getting called out by her husband for her unique take on meal prep. Apparently my wife decided to get back into meal prepping, and by that I mean she placed another Chipotle order. <laughs> So good. <laughs> Wouldn't it just be easier to leave it all in the fridge and then scoop it out as needed? No, that's not meal prepping. Meal prepping is put it all in individual. Buying Chipotle is not meal prepping. You're basically a caterer. Google restaurant meal prep. It's the best thing. You don't have to do any Wait, work. There's more lazy people like you? <laughs> yeah, uh, some people, Tig, will get like a whole pack of chicken breasts and a bunch of rice and beans or something like that, and they will prepare their food for like the week. Mm hmm. So you spend a day cooking it, but then you've got food for the rest of the, mm -hmm. up until Friday or something. That lady just, <laughs> she's just yeah, buying she just Chipotle and that's yeah, all she did. putting it in the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, I wish, I wish I could do that, but I couldn't tell you on Monday what I'm going to want to eat on Thursday. Yeah. That's the problem though, is that if you meal prep, you got the same meal for quite some time, right? Mm -hmm. You don't get to jazz it up or anything like that. Like, if you make spaghetti, yeah, you can eat that for about four days in a row. But by day four, you hate, and I mean hate spaghetti. You're like, I never want this again. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Thomas Shred and Angels feels pretty good. 70 degrees or so, high up to 91 today, Daniel. I got to give the weather. Daniel doesn't like it when I tell no, you the no, weather. No, 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 I was relishing in it because I know it's going to get hot again this weekend, and I've actually enjoyed the weather the last two or three days. You've been down in Gulf Shores, and uh, it's been so nice here. I missed out. Like, that, I traveled. 
Yeah, but Daniel doesn't like it when I report the weather. No, I do like it. I'm just relishing in it. Okay. Can I relish a little bit? You can relish. You're such a pessimist. You don't like when anybody relishes. I'm a relisher. No, you're not. You're the opposite of a relisher. You're, <laughs> you're kraut. <laughs> and I was thinking, you know, when it's it's going to be like nice weather, and I'm looking forward to Jayco and at the River Spirit Casino on September 23rd because the weather's going to be even nicer. You're not going to be sweating like a pig walking, you know, when you park at River Spirit and have to walk up there. You're not going to be all covered in sweat by the time you get there. Mm-hmm. I'm relishing. You're going to look like a babe for uh, Jayco. Mm-hmm. You're not going to glisten. Yeah. You're not going to do that thing where you get all ready and then you walk outside and immediately it's you're like sweaty. It's like a throws on your yeah, like a wet your blanket. hair's all messed up. You mm-hmm. just look terrible. I'm relishing. But Daniel will say something to me, and he always hurts my feelings. He says, Ty, there's nothing that you can do to make yourself look better. So even if I'm sweating or not sweating, it doesn't change my attractiveness level. Yeah, buddy. You got a woeful countenance. And I say that with <laughs> peace and love and no offense. Oh, well, peace and love. I accept And no that. offense. I take, I take no offense to you saying that I have no chance of being handsome. Listen, after Luke comes, we got to give away those tickets, all right? Hey, that Tom Fullery. on the way. On the bullfight. The bullfight is brought to you by Optimum Complete, and uh, we're bringing you tickets to Jake Owen. You have a chance to upgrade for the Tiger Dana Party Cup Pass, free hotel room, free dinner, and our contestants today, Daniel. Today we have got Jacob, the engineer, on line one. Uh, Jacob, what city do you live in? Sand Springs. Sand Springs. What's that Italian restaurant out at Sand Springs everybody raves about? Little Venice. Have you been out there yet? Yeah, I have. It's great. And what do you give it on a scale of one to ten? Nine. Hey, now. Little Venice got a nine. That's right. Go check it out. And uh, Gloria, stay-at-home mom. Gloria, what city do you live in? Winona, Oklahoma. If Tig and I were to come to Winona this weekend, what could we do on a Saturday night? Bonfire. Bonfire. All right. How about that, Tig? Not bad. All, all right. right little bell for Gloria. All right, guys. All the answers to these questions have four letters, just like Jake and just like Owen. So keep that in mind. That's your hint. Four letters in each answer. We will start with Jacob on line one. This word means unable to hear. Deaf. Deaf is correct. Gloria, this is liquid flowing from your eye. Teardrop. Tyg, the answer is tear. Uh, you will be the judge. Okay, yeah. And drop was also four. Oh. Jacob. Beef, pork, lamb, etc. Meat. Meat is correct. Can you say that? Hold on. Let me check with the FCC. Can you, in fact, say meat? Uh, you can. Okay. Can Gloria. Meat? <laughs> Gloria, this is a Scottish garment. A Scottish garment. Kilt. Kilt is correct. Jacob, this covers the top of your house. A roof. Roof is correct. Gloria, this is where bees live. A hive. Hive is also correct. We are tied up three to three. Jacob, two questions to go. Jacob, this is one who doesn't tell the truth. Liar. Liar is correct. Gloria, you can do this using your tongue. Licking. Uh, The answer is lick, judge. Uh, Okay. You can't say that for sure. Okay, hang on. You certainly can't say both words together. Um, Jacob, <laughs> this is Santa's gift for naughty children. Sorry, could, I didn't hear you. Could you repeat that? I was this, this is Santa's gift for naughty children. Cole. Cole is correct. Gloria. This is to put put on to cover one's face. Put on to cover one's face. Mask is correct. Tig, we are tied up. Five to five. We must now go to a tie-breaking situation. Explain how this works. Guys, the next question is for the both of you at the same time. Don't blurt out the answer. Blurt out your name. That's kind of the way you buzz in on the radio. So whoever says their name first gets the first opportunity to answer. Are we ready to roll? We are. Okay. Yeah. The tie-breaking question is... Okay, go ahead, Gloria. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, what's the answer, Gloria? Um, what was it? Well, I didn't ask yet. You just you gotta you wait for the in. question and then buzz in. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. You were trying to solve the puzzle on Wheel of Fortune before they even <laughs> started the show. All right, guys, here is the tie-breaking question. This word means burial chamber. Gate. What is she saying? Gloria. Gloria, go ahead. Gloria. Huh? Uh, gate. What did she say? Gate. Gate? No, no, no. We were looking for tomb. 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 All right, next tiebreaker. Same thing. If you think you know the answer, yell out your name, and then we'll give you a chance to give us a correct answer. All right. This word means to not eat. Gloria. Gloria? Jacob. Go ahead. Gloria. Passcode. Am I, am I uh, confused here? Fast. She said passcode at first. Fast. She said pass. No, I meant fast. Well, but you said passcode. Fasting. Oh, you're, wait, wait. Ty, you're the judge here. I have I'm no sorry, idea. Gloria. This is uh, something crazy is happening. You said something different. You meant fasting, but you had a wrong answer. So that is a. Oh, my gosh. All right, everybody. Another type. It was fast, but you said passcode. Um, we're going to do now, what is it, the third tiebreaking tie question? Right. All right. I'll give you an extra hint. It begins with the letter U. And it's a state in the United States of America. Jacob. Jacob, go. Utah. Let's do Utah. Gloria. <laughs> well, Jacob buzzed in first. Yeah, J Jacob, yeah, you you win. Glory, yeah, I don't know what's so. Glory's went off the rails here. She's gone rogue. Jacob has won the contest. <laughs> All right, Jacob, you have won the contest, and uh, Jake Owen tickets. You could you have these. You've won these, but now you can hold on to these, or you could give them to Gloria, the stay-at-home mom. Gloria, why should Jacob give you the tickets this morning? Because I've never been to one. Jacob. Gloria's never been to a concert. This would be her opportunity to go, but uh, you uh, are you the winner? And to the victor go the spoils. Will you hold on to the spoils or give the spoils to Gloria? Uh, my wife will kill me if I don't take her, so I got to keep them. So that's that. You dirty dog. What do you mean, dirty dog? He didn't win the contest. Well, Gloria, bad news for you uh, as far as that goes, but you are still qualified. If you get through tomorrow, you can play for the uh, the Jayco and tickets again tomorrow with the 98.5 The Bullfight brought to you by Optimum Complete. Hey, Gloria, do me a favor, okay? Uh-huh. You, you have a blessed day. Thank you. Okay. And, uh, Jacob, will you do me a favor? Yep. Uh, can I borrow $1,000? <laughs> from Gloria. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him with the jokes. That's 98.5 The Bull. Tomorrow we're back. More Jake Owen tickets. 740 with a bull fight. Good morning, guys. Tiger and Daniel. Your heart, Any ladies out there like seeing uh, dudes without shirts wearing horses? Did you read this about the uh, there's a University of Oklahoma quarterback, right? Dudes without shirts wearing horses? Oh, riding horses. Sorry. What? <laughs> riding horses. I got all flustered. Uh, have you seen this about this Oklahoma quarterback? He's not like the starter, but, you know, he's on the roster and stuff. His name is uh, General Booty. Like, that's his name. That's his real name or his nickname? Well, that's what he goes by. His name is General Booty. And you know how you can pay college players now and they get endorsements? Used to, you couldn't do anything. Mm -hmm. But now you can talk about a sweet tea brand or a local restaurant or whatever. They'll pay you a little money. General Booty, one of the quarterbacks at Oklahoma, you see what he's done? What? This, <laughs> this dude's come out with an underwear collection. General Booty's underwear collection. And um, you ever seen those girls that wear pants and it has the word pink on the back of them? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. these are for dudes, except it says booty on the back of them for his name. So you wear these pants and it says booty across the back. Also, there's some um, General Booty socks. Um, he's got General Booty pants with peaches on them. I don't know what that means. That's an emoji tag. 
It means butt, right? I, I hope. So yeah. this dude, he's on this website. He's riding this horse without a shirt on and stuff. <laughs> So he's making some money on this. You know people are going to buy that as, if they're not serious, it'll be like a gag gift for somebody. The kid's going to get rich. What a name. It's like Tiger Woods. You just know that name is going to sell somehow. In general, booty, that's some name to have. Are you looking at... Are yeah, you Googling yeah, underwear yeah, work? Uh, Googling right booty on the work computer. How, how could this go wrong? <laughs> you don't know his real name, though? I don't know anything about him, really, but he got, I mean, he's not made this up just to be famous. I think his name has been General Booty, or at least that's what he's gone by. Well, and now you can wear his underwear. For the low price of $27.99, you can get underwear that says Booty on it. Well, does it have the OU logo on it, too? Oh, uh, the socks do. Well, somebody's got to pay for that. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I get I get paying the quarterbacks and all that, but then, well, I guess you could sell whatever you wanted to if it's your name. I don't know, man. It's just, It seems it's a weird kind of weird area for me. This is on Twitter. They sent this tweet out about General Booty, the quarterback, one of the quarterbacks. General Booty signs underwear deal. It doesn't get much bigger than this. And then a peach. Okay, I've looked it up. Uh, the... Uh, his real name is General Axel Booty. <laughs> what a name. I want to see these parents, buddy. You know, they were like some hippies back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Hey, we got a uh, guest in the studio. You know him by watching uh, your color televisions. It's uh, Alan Crone from News on 6. Welcome into 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, Alan. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Dana wanted to bring you... I don't even know what we're doing. Dana has a oh, surprise no. or something. This could be dangerous. No, people like uh, trivia games, so I've got a game I thought you oh, would take boy. on uh, Alan Crone. Tig is a big uh, nerd of history, and Alan is a, a nerd of broadcasting, so I oh, thought okay. we'd do a game called Animals in the News. Animals in the News. Now, this goes all the way back, right. you know, many, many years ago. Okay. I will give you the news story. If I can pronounce the name of the animal, I'll give it to you. You must identify the animal. I got to identify the species? Yes. Okay. What type of animal was it? Uh, okay. Who wants to go first? Tiger. I'm go first. No, well, Tiger. First. No, 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 no. You go ahead. Okay. All right. I'll go first. You, like, <laughs> he comes on your show, Tiger. You let him bully you around like that? All right. Tiger will go first. Well, he can just hit the button and turn me off. It's... Night. That a star. Here we go. <clears throat> Fellas, please. Okay. Please right, start. Can we have some professionalism down here? All right. Here we go. Uh, the year is 1957. Tig, the news story. Soviet animal becomes the first to orbit the Earth. That's a monkey. And a chimp or whatever. Chimpanzee. Buzz yourself. Mm. It was a dog. Oh, a Sputnik. Um, uh, I, we were waiting. L-A-I-K-A. How do you Latka. pronounce it? Latka. Yeah. All right. Uh, Did I get a point? No. <laughs> Alan. So it's only when I serve? Is that right it is? Yes. It's kind of like tennis? Right. Alan, okay. the year is or 1996. Pickleball. The right. animal's name is Dolly. Yeah. A mammal is cloned for the first time. Yeah, that would be a sheep. That is correct. All right. Okay. Alan has one. Tig has zero. All right. Humiliating, Tig. Looking good so far. Tig. <laughs> the year is 2010. Do I win anything for this? The news story is SeaWorld Animal Kills a Human for the Third Time. A whale? Mm, it is a whale. More specific. A killer whale? There you go. Orca. Uh, that's oh, a it's a killer I, whale. I Just whale. give him a point. Alan, you got a point. Alan you get a says point. he will give you a point. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Mercy, a mercy point from no, Alan. No, no, that's right. Alan, the year is 2006. In the year 2000. Crocodile hunter Steve Irwin is killed right. by this. Yes. Uh, Stingray. Stingray is correct. How about that? You shouldn't say it with such levity. No, I, I didn't say it with levity. Steve Tig. Irwin passed. You're the one that said he was killed. I was just at the Gulf, and uh, there were stingrays down there, and mm. everybody's like, man, they don't bother you. I'm like, yeah, but that guy got killed by one. I just uh, heard something in the news a couple of days ago where some lady got a stingray in the chest. In the chest again. In the oh, chest. Oh. Yeah. It almost took her lung out. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, do not touch stingray. Yeah, but everybody's like, you can pet them and things. I'm like, Tag, the so. year is 2015. The animal's name is Cecil. Internet is outraged after killing of this animal by a dentist. Uh, it seems like this is safari-ish or something. Got to have an answer. An elephant? 
No, buzz yourself. Do you know that one, Alan? Um, I'm, I'm confused. It's either A or B. It's either a bear or a tiger. I will take uh, a, uh, excuse me, a lion. Bear or a lion. I'll take the lion. It was lion. Cecil the lion. Cecil the lion. Killed by a dentist. Did I get a point for that? No. You only, when you're serving. Oh, come on, man. What's the score? Uh... Alan has two. Tyke has one. Really, Alan, three to one, really. 1963, the yep. animal's name is Ming Ming. For the first time, an animal of this species is bred in activity. In what? For the first time, oh, okay. an animal of this species is bred in activity. Okay. Captivity. Captivity. He's saying Alan. He's saying activity. Alan, answer please. Right. Okay, okay. So it's my turn, right? Yes. Okay. Um, that would be, um, hang on a second. Give, give me a second here. It's, it's coming to me. It's coming to me. Looks like a little bear, but it's like the Chinese bear. It's the, what is that? What is the, what are those things called? Pandas. Giant panda Thank is you. correct. Alan has three. Took Tyke me, has took, one. Took me a while. Pathetic. You know, I've been up since one o'clock this morning. Man, you a nerd, dog. <laughs> Tiger. <laughs> the year is 1988. The name is Bubbles. Michael Jackson acquires an exotic new pet. That was a monkey. More specifically? A monkey of Michael Jackson's. It's a monkey. <laughs> a chimpanzee, I'll give you that one. All right. Out of pity. Alan. Yes. You ever had a monkey? Have what? Alan Crone. You're famous enough to get a monkey now. Oh, my goodness. Dude, do you no. think anybody would turn News on 6 if you had a monkey on the forecast with you? <laughs> that is ratings. Go, like, I'm you just know, being I honest. Could, I could say something here, but I won't. We'll just move on. Alan, the year is 1998. The yep. animal is Coco. Precocious animal has the first interspecies online chat, but it doesn't make a lot of sense. Can I phone a friend on this one? You don't know what Coco is? Coco. I don't know. I, I've got the panda. I've got the... Coco uh, the gorilla. Oh, well. Oh, are we know. tied now? No. No. What? I'm still up. It's not going well, guys. Uh, 1886, <laughs> Tig. Punxsutawney Phil. Every year, this animal sees its shadow or doesn't. Alan Crane would know this, too, uh, but this is pretty easy. It's a groundhog. Groundhog is correct. The hog of ground, right. And finally. Are we tied up here? No. Oh. Well, no, no, you are. So it all comes down to this. Oh, one final oh question. God. Oh, my goodness. Woo, woo. This is nerve-wracking. Nerve you, you're not going to get it. In 2012, Lonesome George... Yeah. Species goes extinct as last remaining individual dies. Lonesome George was a what? Lonesome George. Wow. I you have any idea on that thing? I ain't got no clue what he's <laughs> talking about whatsoever. I think he's making this up at this point. A tortoise. Oh. All right. Well, it's going to end on a tie. That doesn't well, seem right. That's, that's that's like, I hate right. that. It's like, the, what do you mean you hate it? I would just, I would rather see who's dumber than the other. <laughs> do you want to do, okay, we'll do a tie-breaking question okay, here. So uh, if you know the answer, you will just say your name. That's how you buzz in. Okay. okay. The tie-breaking question is, 30 BC, Cleopatra commits suicide by letting this type of snake bite her. A tiger. A viper. Tig uh, has buzzed in. Tig, go ahead. Cobra. You're both wrong. It was the asp. <laughs> Well, listen, I was not going to say that on the radio. Yeah, you can't say that. You cannot say yeah. that on the radio. Let me oh, see if I got another tie-breaking question here. You guys <laughs> are awful. doing too well. It's like we're the field goal kicker that we, we just can't make it, Ty. All right, it's guys. Like you try and I try. This is going to The final tie-breaking question. This will be it regardless. Yes. Okay. The year is 1918. Heroic animal delivers message helping to rescue 500 American troops stuck behind enemy lines. Tig? Pigeon. Pigeon is correct. Oh, no. That, oh, no, my that God. was not set up. No, not at all. Alan uh, now has been humiliated <laughs> by Tig. <laughs> you can intern for me if you want. Okay, I would love to do that. Sure, I'll, I'll go get some coffee casting. here. Yeah, what can I do for you, Mr. Tig? How do you get, by the way, I got a question. How okay. do you guys do that weather when you're, when we see on TV there's a... There's a weather map, but right. you're just seeing a green screen. How do you right. How do you know where the heck your hands go in this stuff? TV magic. Yeah, so you, you just, just get used to it? Yeah, you're just watching yourself basically, I mean, on television. Oh. So when you look into the camera, you're How vain. You're <laughs> you're watching yourself, you know, and then there's monitors on the side that you can turn and you, and you can see the maps and of course it's it's 
green behind you. It's called chroma green, and it's the. I know people have seen this before. You know how they you you, you can make. Uh, you know, Photoshop and movies and all this kind of stuff, and it's basically how it works. Why don't they just put a big screen up there where you can see the map, though? Some some people do that. All right. Yeah. Uh, Alan Crone, you see him on News on 6 every single morning. Thanks for the uh, time. And uh, What's your podcast? Out the Door? Uh, weather Out the Door. Yeah. Yeah. Wherever you listen to your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning. I almost don't want to talk about this because Daniel doesn't believe things. He thinks I make stuff up. But I swear I was flying back to Tulsa yesterday from a quick uh, trip to see my family. I get on the aircraft, and a lady sits down in front of me. And the lady, I don't know, probably 45, 50 years old, very, very tan, wearing a hot pink Panama City shirt. And I could tell just by looking at her, she's single and ready to mingle. <laughs> she's got that real blonde hair and stuff. Yeah, she's how could you tell roll. that? How could you tell? I could just tell she had this right. attitude, you know. Oh, okay. She She's, put, she she's, looked, she's putting the vibe off. She's putting the vibe off. That's yeah, right, okay. Alan Crone right. from News on 6. Okay. And so I notice her, and I was like, okay, she's sitting in front of me. Mm-hmm. Well, you know how when the plane's full, somebody's going to end up sitting next to you. Yeah. And so as the last passengers get on, the guy who sit, sits next to this lady who's single and ready to mingle <laughs> is a true story. <laughs> Good-looking kid. Daniels is true. I wasn't there. Um, uh, but, you th- okay. but I think I know what he's saying. Like, whenever you sit down on a plane... Yeah. Uh, you're kind of watching everybody come down the aisle, and you're thinking, oh, I'd like them to sit next to me, or oh, I hope they don't sit next to me. This was the uh, She won the lottery. lottery yeah. She won the lottery, right, and okay. even my wife was there. And it's like, that's a good-looking guy, but he's about 10 to 15 years younger. Okay. Got a big wedding ring on and everything. All right. And I could tell she's 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 liking this particular person <laughs> sitting in the middle seat. Okay. Normally, you don't want that. All right. This lady appreciated it. Okay. And I could just tell by her language, her body language. And... Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, as soon as this guy sits down, I see her pick up her phone. And, I mean, it's like, you know, that sound it makes when you type in little letters. Click, 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 click. Okay. And I'm like. How's that again? It's like. Gotcha. She's typing away. She's in a frenzy. It's like she's diffusing a bomb. And she sends a message. On a plane? To somebody. Yeah. She sends a message to somebody that says, I just had a cutie sit right next to me. Now I'm intrigued. Now I'm like, I'm in. I'm reading this book. And then she says something like, oh, my God, he's so cute and such a babe. And then I I'm, I can see this phone so well that I even see the bubbles from the person. <laughs> I can see somebody else typing back. And I can't even tell you guys what happened next because it's not appropriate for air. But let's just say it was beyond rated R. It got a little raunchy. A little raunchy is an understatement. Oh, my goodness. These ladies were talking like they were on a battleship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They were going to town about talking about cutie next to... But they weren't talking. They were texting. They were just texting the whole time. And she okay. was kind of keeping that phone close to her. But I was one seat behind her, and I could see through the crack. But I tell this to Alan Crone, yeah. and now he's got this big thing about it. Uh-huh. Is it wrong to read something? Yeah, it was just like, okay, okay. I mean, so you're reading her, her cell phone, right? I mean, you're... I am You're, invading her privacy in a sense. And, and then you, what do you know? And not, not a sense. You are one hundred percent. Yeah. In every form and fashion, invading her privacy. I mean, was there ever a point that you said, uh, "I don't think I'm going to be reading this anymore"? Oh uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I wanted more and more. I wanted to read the next chapter. It was a. It was one of those books you can't put down. You can't put down. Then the, he the nudged his turner. wife to read uh-huh. it too, right? Yes. You and know, then what did she do? Oh, she loved it. They're I mean, both over they, there. It's like, uh, you know, they like my wife likes those shows like Desperate House. What is the Atlanta Housewives and stuff? Um, it's because oh, Bravo, it's, right, it's yeah, dramatic and mm-hmm. there's, you know, scandal and stuff. And sure, yeah, right, so she yeah. was into this. But then I think you guys are saying it's wrong to read. It was text extremely messages. wrong. Do you know what Tig is, Alan? What's that? He's a peeping Tig. <laughs> He's he's over there craning that neck, Get trying out of here. to. You're a peeping tiger. All right, Alan Crow. Look, he looked a over there. Tig. He's a known peeping tiger. He he looked through the crack, read her messages, and continued to read them. Right. Uh, as you said, she was a little older. <clears throat> her font was increased. Yes, yeah, so it got where she, uh, you know, the reading glasses mm-hmm. thing. If you don't have that, you can blow up your. So I was able to see clearly. Are you ashamed um, of being a peeping tiger? No, or you stand by. That, that's her problem, not mine. No, if that you, is your problem. You're the peeping tiger. We used to live in Nashville, Alan, and yeah. uh, uh, we lived... This is not true, by the way. It is true. Listen, <laughs> he's we already, lived in he's Nashville. He's already heading it off here. I'm All trying right. to tattletale. All right, go ahead. And this peeping tig lived up on, like, the fourth or fifth floor of an apartment. Right. He had a telescope in his apartment. Uh-oh. Pointed out the window. Right. Look at his Saturn. Wasn't pointed toward the moon. All right, Venus? <laughs> Where do you, if, if it's not pointed toward the moon, it's just pointing 
straight through to other large buildings, <laughs> tells me that Peepin' Tig is over there looking through this telescope into people's apartments. <laughs> that is not true. It's not even... Okay. Tig, tell, Tig. Me, tell me that's not true. Okay, was it pointed up into space or vertically? I had a telescope that was gifted to me. Here we go. Okay. We don't need the biography and of the telescope. I, I lived on the top floor of this building, so right. I was able to get a good view of what's above. Sure. And I would bring this telescope out to the porch, yeah. my balcony, I should say, and uh -huh. I would look at stars and try to find the moon and stuff, because I got really into the moon on the 50th anniversary, and I was real fascinated by all that. Okay. But then when I would take the telescope back inside as to avoid the weather elements. Sure, right. You're not going to leave it out there. Right. And so I put it in the corner of my living room. Uh -huh. And I guess when I put it down, it accidentally, coincidentally or accidentally <laughs> just aimed at the neighbor's apartment. It just aimed at just 11A. Aimed to a lady's window. Right. You, know how yes. that, you know how that happens all the time. <laughs> I so, don't know. All right. I'm going to put you guys on the spot. All right. Well, you're, you're on an aircraft. Sure. Lady in front of you is sitting it's like those books your grandma would read, the Harlequin romance novels, except mm -hmm. modern day. I mean, this there was no, like... It was out there. There was no poetry. It was just straight to the point mm -hmm. of what she would like to have happen. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Are you not reading that, Daniel? Well, first of all, Alan, I'd like you to rebuke Tig for being a peeping Tig. Okay, rebuke. You've just been rebuked by Alan Crone, <laughs> and absolutely I'm reading it. <laughs> you are? Oh, Lord, yes. <laughs> Daniel. Come on, Daniel, help me out here. I wouldn't admit it on the air, but oh, yeah. yeah don't say that it. on the radio. But you got to read that scandalous text, I'm telling you. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull. Alan Crone is with us. You see him on News on 6. Meteorologist. Hey, let me turn on your mic That's there. okay. Yeah, there hey. What's up? All right, so I've got some uh, weather riddles. A weather riddle? Daniel, look, see, Daniel hates everything I do on the radio. No, these are riddles. The young people love riddles, Doug. Dude, it's kind of fun. <laughs> it's good, yeah. You know, I was in the airport yesterday, and I saw people doing that with Sudoku or whatever that is. Sudoku. What, what is that? Puzzle? You Roku? <laughs> That's not a riddle, though. But it, they, people oh, yeah. like to have their brain. Yeah. We're the, we're the number one show in 1800s Russia. <laughs> Go ahead with your weather riddles. Okay, Alan, this is only for Alan Crow and Daniel. Okay. You can help if you want, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I'll need some help, Thanks. Daniel. No, weather, I'm going to need some help. Yeah. Weather-related riddles. You've probably okay. heard these. I doubt it. He probably reads these every night. I don't think so. <laughs> Get on with the great, great riddles. Here we go. All right, what goes up when the rain comes down? What goes up when the rain goes down? Is this, is this uh, like um, a scientific riddle, or is this just like a... It's a silliness. A silliness. Oh, a silliness riddle. Would you like me to guess, or do you want Alan? Yeah, go, no, ahead go ahead, Daniel. Daniel. I want to uh, do that. Umbrella? <laughs> oh, I hate okay. this guy was over here thinking it was the dew point or something. Yeah, I was going, well, you love Nimbus. You got vertical development. <laughs> you cannot say Nimbus on the air. Oh, sorry. All right, four children and their pet dog are walking under a small umbrella. So not a umbrella big enough to keep them all covered. Okay. <laughs> so four children and their pet dog are right. walking under an umbrella, but none of them became wet. How is that possible? They're walking under an umbrella. It's not big enough to cover them all. It wasn't raining. Oh. Allie, what is going on with you? Yeah, well, you know, I'm still thinking in a different, different manner here. Alan Crone, meteorologist, yeah. News on 6. Okay. <clears> oh, <throat> for 2. What is the weather called when it rains in Turkey? In the country of Turkey. Uh, rain. What is the weather called when it rains in Turkey? Mm-hmm. Wet. It's still called the weather. It's called foul weather. Well, no, that's a joke. That's not a riddle. <laughs> They're all kind of jokes, aren't they? <laughs> right, yeah. Okay, 0 for 3. 0 for 3. All right. You might get this one. I don't know. I doubt it. I happen after a flash, but I'm not a photograph. Happen after a flash, but you're not a photograph. Thunder. <laughs> oh, okay. Alan's on the big board. Yeah, how about so that? Okay. So. Anyway, you can Google uh, weather um, riddles. 
Yeah. What do, what do you what does he win if he won the contest? Like needle and thread. Since this is uh, <laughs> a loaf of bread. Oldest uh, radio show ever. <laughs> a cup of flour. Even <laughs> cup of sugar. <laughs> a top that you can spin as a toy. The bait tag is basically like Yakov Smirnoff. What a country. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alan. Thanks for the time this morning. You got to right. get back on television. Yeah, I in do. A minute. I got to run. You Nine guys have a great morning. News on six. It's Tiger Nano. This is ninety-eight-five. The Bull. Daniel, do you ever feel like you've aged out of anything? Like um, you just kind of aged out of that. Like it used to be a big part of your life, now not so much. What are you uh, well, like referring to? Well, one good example is you and I, when we were in our 20s, we just lived for the weekends and we'd go out and we'd stay up till 2 and then we'd do it all again. And now, you know, I on a Friday night, I'll be like, Jesus, 9. Kind of age out of things, right? Well, I don't. I, I still rage against getting older, but that's, go ahead. That's what I was going to say. This guy, Daniel... This dude, I go to Gathering Place, and I see kids seven, eight years old, and I see them walking, and then I see them, like, moving without walking. And I go, what in God's name is that? And they got these things called Heelys, right? Mm -hmm. That's like a skate uh, skate shoe or something, and you can walk in them and then also do something, and then wheels pop out, and then you can... Daniel's 50, went and got Heelys. Well, first of all, I'm not 50. Uh, mid-40s, and I was at Ross one day. I do like to dress for less. And they had... Uh, <laughs> this Ross thing in you really irritates the, the hell out of They had Heelys in there that were my size. Yeah. Bought them Heelys. You're just not... You're not cut out for Heelys anymore. Who's man. not? You are. You go to Ross, dress for less. Mm-hmm. So there's like this kind of paradox in your life. On the one hand, you're trying to be cool with Heelys, but... This is a true story. Me and Daniel went to Salt Lake City once to ski down a mountain. And while we're there, and keep in mind, there's Ross here in Tulsa. And so when I go to a new city, I try to avoid places that I could already have at home. You want to try new things. Daniel sees a Ross, and we have to stop while we're in Salt Lake City for two hours on a vacation and get a Ross. We were walking to lunch. We passed a Ross, a brand-new Ross. I was like, I'd like to I'd like to see if there's any deals in there. And, uh, yeah, we stopped by Ross on the way back walking <laughs> so, home from lunch. So, like, you're a dude who is at the age where he wants to check out the deals at Ross. However, you must live a tormented life, like, internally, because on the one hand, you're finding deals at Ross. On the other hand, you want to be young and hip and cool. And skate around in your Heelys. With, I didn't uh, get the Heelys to try to be cool. What'd you get them for? Well, because Heelys weren't around when I was a kid, so I wanted to experience what it was like to have Heelys. And do you wear these anymore? I've been wanting to wear them to work, <laughs> but I'm worried that like I'll wear it and like the CEO will show up or something like that, and there I am in my Heelys. But they won't know unless you've got the wheels out, right? Well, the, no, the wheels don't just pop out. You get on your heels and you... Oh, I see. So it's not like landing gear on a plane. You don't put them down. Yeah, you can make fun of me about They're my right. Heelys all you want, but your son looks at me like I'm the Fonz the on Happy Days. He's like, well, you got Heelys, man. I'd like those too. <laughs> I mean, it's... a, it's. I know it's unprofessional. Mm-hmm. But d- aren't you curious? I would wear them once, but I probably hey, wouldn't. But I just try it, you know, maybe... And imagine if I were at a bar and a lady's standing there or sitting there at the table and I heely up to her. A lady of your age? Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. She, she might think you're immature. No, she won't. I think they want somebody responsible. I'm going to be wearing my Ross threads. I'm going to heely up to a lady. Mm-hmm. Going to be a little undressing for less. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull.